And the scripture this morning will be taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verses 36 through 39. If you're able, will you please stand? And it reads like this. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him. And he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner. When she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flag of fragrant oil, and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped him with the hair on her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed them with the fragrance oil. Now when the Pharisees who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself saying, this man, if he was a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. Today I want to talk to you about there is a story behind my praise. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for all in all. Because I know, Lord, that I would not be here if it had not been for you. I just give you praise and honor. Just want to magnify your wonderful name and worship your gracious God for who you are. And oh Lord, just let your will be done. And this message of gracious God, let it touch somebody's heart, that they will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Today I want to talk to you about there is a story behind my praise. Now in this text, we find a woman who heard that Jesus was nearby. She came to see him, not empty-handed. But she brought a beautiful alabaster box filled with expensive perfume. And in this text, it doesn't give this lady her name, but in Gospel of John chapter 12, one, verses 1 through 3, it says that Mary poured ointment on his feet and wiped his feet with her hair. Now, in previous texts, we know when Jesus was passing by, people from all over would come just to hear him speak and just to touch him. When Jesus would speak, people just didn't want to leave. Even though after all these years, God's word is still just as powerful. Because we are here week after week, and during testimony time, we tell about how good God really is. Because you know you come too far and you have traveled too long from where you have started from. And as long as I've been in the church, as long as the church has been in me, nobody told me that the road would be easy. And I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. I don't believe that he built me up to let me fall. I don't believe that he brought me this far to let me be destroyed. But I do believe that he's an on-time God. I do believe that he can work it out. I do believe 
that he have all power in the midst of his hand. Is there a praise in the house? I say, is there a praise in the house? Yeah. Then all give him some praise then. Because after all these years, he's still working miracles. He's still healing the sick. He's still giving sight to the blind. He's still making the lame to walk. He's still making the deaf to hear. And he's still opening doors that no man can close. Sometimes you just have to stop. Sometimes you just have to stop doing what you're doing and give God some praise. Because when you look over your life, when you see where he has brought you from, you just have to stop and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Many people will not understand your praise. I tell you, it's okay to give God the highest praise because nobody knows like you know what God has done for you. Nobody knows. Nobody. So let everything that has breath continue to praise the Lord. Now in this story, when Judas saw this lady pouring this fragrant oil on Jesus' feet, all he could think about is money. He just didn't understand why. When you see somebody shouting, let them shout. Every Christian should have a story to tell if God has ever done anything for them. And if God has ever done anything for you, then let me see you wave your hand. I said, if God has done anything for you, let me see you just wave your hand. Wave them in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. Is there a praise in the house? Didn't he wake you up early this morning? Didn't he start you on your way? Then you should be giving God some praise then. Not just any ordinary praise, but some grateful praise. Now, when you give God some grateful praise, you don't care who's sitting next to you. Give him some praise because praise is recognizing, appreciating, and expressing God's greatness. Because he is our creator, he is our sustainer, he is our redeemer. He is our creator because he creates us from the dust of the ground. He is our sustainer because he keeps us from falling. He is our redeemer because he, he died that we may have the right to the tree of life. In order to give God some real praise, I say in order for us to give God some real praise, we have to have a real relationship with him. Do you know why Shouting John was called Shouting John? Because he had a story to tell. And when he would think about how good God is and what God has done for him, he couldn't help but to shout, dance, dance, dance all night. He told those church folks that came to his home to tell him that you can't shout in our church anymore. He said, look all around you. Look to the north, the east, the west, and the south. All this land the Lord gave to me. And you don't want me to shout in your church? He said, I never had to go to the courthouse, to jail, or to the cemetery because of my kids. And you don't want me to shout in your church. He said, you see that old gray mule? God gave, God gives me the strength to plow these fields. 
and I'm still in good health, and you don't want me to shout in your church. And I want you to help me with this part. After that, shouting John say what? One more time. Shouting John say what? I want this side to say it. Shouting John say what? Hold my mule. I'm going to shout right here and right now. And I believe shouting John said, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Why? Because you brought me, yes, you brought me from a mighty, a mighty long way, a mighty long way. I thank you, Jesus. Yes. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And in this text, this woman is only showing her gratefulness because of the living hell that she was living in. And when she met Jesus, it was like the floodgate of heaven opened up and just washing away her sins. And when she kneeled behind him at his feet, weeping, and her tears falling on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair, and she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. They just didn't understand her praise. And they won't understand your praise either. They will not understand why you go to church week after week after week after week on your only day off. And sometimes you don't feel like getting out of bed, you're weak, but you still come to church. They's not going to understand why. But you understand why. Because there is healing in the church of God. There is deliverance in the church of God. There is protection in the church of God. Because here is where you learn how to praise your way out of any situation. Because there is power, wonderful working power in praise, y'all. I said there is power in praise. Praise get our focus off ourselves and back on God. Because life is not all about us. Praise brings us to a place of humility where we acknowledge our need for God. And we praise him as creator of this world. Because Psalm 95, 2, 3 says, let's come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let's make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. Praise make the enemy flee. Praise push back the darkness that surrounds us and block the attack of the enemy. Praise leave no room for complaining and negativity. Sometimes even within our prayers, we complain about our problems. Praise make room for God's blessing over our lives. Praise open a gateway of blessings as we come into the gate with thanksgiving and to his courts we praise. Praise pave the way for God's power to show up, and when God show up, God show out. People's lives are changed. Praise to God is a lifestyle, not something that you leave at church. We carry it everywhere we go in Christ. We are victorious. But that's not going to stop the fiery dots of the wicked trying to destroy us. You have to say within yourself, young people. 
You have to say within yourself, everybody, praise is what I do. And I am not going to let Satan steal my victory because Jesus gave it to me when he died on Calvary. So when Satan tell you that you are sick, trying to steal your praise, you say, by Jesus' stripes, I am healed. When Satan tells you that you are empty, you say, by the power of God, I've been filled. When Satan tells you that you are weak, you say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When Satan tells you that you are nothing, you say, I am the righteousness in Christ. When Satan tells you that you would die, you say, I have eternal life through Jesus Christ. And when Satan tells you that you are a loser, you say, I am more than a conqueror through him who loved me. Because he made me a winner. I said, because Jesus made me a winner when he stretched out his arms on Calvary. You have to say within yourself, I am a winner. And you must know that Satan's strategy is to make you feel inferior. He would try to get you to compare yourself to others. And when you compare yourself to others, then he would say, you don't even measure up. <laughs> Satan knows that no man can climb beyond the limitation of his own belief about himself. If you put a limit on what you can be, you have put a limit on who you will be. When you put a limit on who you are, you put a limit on what you will be. And it's not all about what other people think about us. It's what we think about ourselves that counts. Now, in this story, this woman, who they called a sinner, knew something that the other did not know. She knew that the gift of God was in her presence. And all she wanted to do was get close enough just to touch him. Immediate, Jesus, Judas began to criticize her. And people is going to criticize you. But he claimed that Mary was wasting this precious oil that she could have sold it and given the money to the poor. Now, could you imagine Mary, how Mary must have felt? After pouring out everything that she had as an act of worship, yes, she get criticized and ridiculed. I'm sure that her heart was broken because of this. But Jesus put a stop to it. He said, leave her alone. Now Jesus stepped in and said, leave her alone because she has done a good work. But you have the poor with you always, he said. But he says that they can help the poor anytime they want. But for me, you don't have, any, it, you don't have around always. Jesus had told his disciples on several occasions that he was going to Jerusalem to be put to death. And that Mary act of devotion would serve as an anointing for his death. Now I come to tell you, if you see me praising the Lord, if you see me jumping around like a chicken with his head cut off, don't try to stop me. Don't try to block me. Just move out of my way. Because there is a praise. There is a praise. There is a praise in my heart. And my story is how I got over. Yes, Lord. The songwriters say, my soul looked back and wonder how I got over. Yes, 
But I tell you, I don't have to look back and wonder how I got over. I got over. I got over. I know how I got over. It was by God's grace and God's mercy that brought me through. I don't have to look back and wonder how I got over. It's because of God's grace and God's mercy. Sometimes we forget from where God has brought us from. We need to go back to Romans 3.23 that says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 that says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. And this lady knew that she was in the presence of the gift of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And in Christ Jesus we are saved, and if we are not saved, then you can be saved. It don't matter if you are Jew or Gentile, black or white, rich or poor, you can be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But I come to tell you this morning, but Satan's strategy is to make us feel so guilty that we won't call on the Lord. He would try to separate us from the love of God, trying to divide and conquer. Because Satan knows that if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom shall not stand. And if a house is divided against itself, it cannot stand. So I come to tell you that no one can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. There's going to be time, church when we're going to have to press our way through the crowd and in order to lift up a praise. Yes, Lord. There's going to be time when people are going to look at us like we are crazy, y'all. There's going to be time when you're going to have trouble, heartaches, and pain. But don't you dare give up. Don't you dare give in because trouble don't last always. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning light. If your brother don't want to praise him, if your sister don't want to praise, if your neighbor don't want to praise, then you tell them, step aside. Move out of my way. Or just get out of my way because I feel a praise coming on. Praise elevate us into God's presence and power. So open up your alabaster box and pour out a joyful praise because there is a story behind my praise. Don't let people stop you from washing his feet with your tears and wiping them with your hair. They were not there when he told you my grace is sufficient for you and my strength is made perfect in witness. They were not there when he told you come unto me all you that labor and with the heavy laden and I will give you rest. They were not there when he told you, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. They were not there when he told you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. They were not there when he dried up your weeping eyes. They were not there when he picked you up and turned you around and planted you on solid ground. That's why you can praise him in the good time and the bad time. That's why you can lift up your praise no matter what come or may. That's why I can carry this letter everywhere I go. Because when I think about how good God is, when I think about what he had brought me from, I can dance, dance, dance all night. 
I told you about just the last time I was up here about how I was sued twice. $13,000 for one and $120,000 for the other. And when our lawyer fee was over $30,000 when it was all done. But I didn't have the money to pay. There is a story behind my praise. So when you see me jumping around here like a chicken with my head cut off, you know why. That's why I carry this letter everywhere I go. Because when I'm down and out, when I feel like I can't make it, I just look at this letter and see where God has brought me from. How God has made a way out of no way. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to make up something to praise God about. I know what he has done for me. And you know, I could have been homeless without a car. Broke. But the Lord has made ways out of no way. I said, when I received this letter in the mail, we owe the lawyer $30,000, y'all. But when I got the letter in the mail, it says balance zero. I tell you, God, when you see me running, I can dance, dance, dance all night. Praise is what I do. I say praise is what I do. When I give in the morning, I thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Thank you, Lord, for watching over my family. Thank you, Lord, for putting food on my table. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a job. I tell you, I can dance. I can dance. I can dance all night and all day. Praise is what I do. When I get up here sometime, I try to hold back. But when I open my mouth and think about what God has done and how, where he has brought me from, I can't help but say, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Don't let nobody stop you from praising God. Don't let nobody stop you from praising God. If your neighbor don't want to praise him, then you praise him. If your neighbor don't want to give thanks, then you give thanks. Because it's the God who woke you up early this morning and started you on your way. Do you have your health and your strength this morning? Then give him praise. Is your family okay? Then give him praise. Is your health is okay? Then give him praise. If you have $2 in your pocket, give him praise. If you have a bank account, give him praise. If you have a car, give him praise. It might not be a new one, but give him praise. It gets you anywhere you want to go, give him praise. I say give God some praise. Give him some praise. Give him some praise. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus.